it's so much fun traveling and you know working from anywhere in the world but the thing that no one really talks about is like missing your family welcome to the money mindset and manifestation podcast i'm your host marley rose harris and i'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial personal growth and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo i have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life i've only dreamed of i hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board thanks for tuning in and i hope you enjoy the show You guys, I'm so excited that today I'm doing a life update. I post on my Instagram being like, ooh, what does everyone want to see? And I like put life update as almost like a, just a filler. But everyone wanted life update. So I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, you know I love just talking about myself, so here we go. <laughs> um, I did get a lot of votes for money manifestation, so I promise that will come. Um, but I was in the mood for a life update, just a little chat. I got my iced matcha here, and I'm just ready to sit down and have a chat one-on-one, you know, fill you in. Um, you might hear some banging in the background. I'm really sorry if you do. There's they're, they're building a villa beside ours, and the show must go on. So I'm just going to record, and I'm so sorry if you can hear that. Um, I'm just hoping that you won't be able to. Side note, if anyone is interested of starting a podcast, I'm telling you guys, one time I started recording on my phone just because I was like, I forget what happened, my, oh, my, um, my mic was packed, and I was like, I'm just gonna record on my phone, it'll be fine, and the quality, I'm like, oh my god, it's like way better than my mic that I spent all this money on, so, oh my god, I just looked down, it was 111, I'm seeing angel numbers, like, no tomorrow, um, so yeah, just all my girls out there and guys listening who want to start a podcast use your iphone it's like life-changing um okay i don't even know where to begin i've made a little list of things i kind of want to touch on but i haven't made like a long story time video or sorry podcast in so long and i'm just so excited to like update you guys on everything because i feel like every time i have a phone call with like one of my friends like catching up it's like we're there for like three hours, <laughs> so I'll try to make this condensed, but I've also been loving right now. I'm in this like weird mindset. I don't know what it is, but I'm like having a break of like consuming knowledge. I'm just like a bit overwhelmed right now with everything going on. So when I listen to podcasts right now, I don't want to learn about like my subconscious mind right now. And I don't want to learn about my like childhood traumas. I want to just be entertained. So that's why I'm also creating this. I'm like, let's just have a little break from learning. I mean, I'm all about learning, growing, you know that. And I'm obsessed with all those things. But sometimes it's just nice to just like, you go for a walk and just like, you know, just like chat with your girlfriend, like send voice notes or like listen to me talking at you. (laughs) So I hope this is like enjoyable and it's just like a fun chat. And if you like this format, let me know because this is like so easy for me to record. And I was actually so excited to record this today um more than usual okay so i'm gonna kind of go to my list here you know i'm gonna go on rants you know i'm gonna go on tangents but here we go so the first question that i keep getting asked is why did we leave australia so in my last podcast i would have or like three ago i think now i would have kind of talked you through leaving and arriving leaving australia and arriving to bali but i didn't really go into like the nitty-gritty of like why we left australia so if you're interested to hear of the journey of us 
leaving Australia during a pandemic, how that whole situation was. I'll link that episode below or it's just I think like literally just like three episodes um, back. But basically, I don't know how long you guys have been following me, but you would probably know. So this time last year, I actually was already living in Bali. I The only reason I went back to Australia was because I got this really sick job opportunity. It wasn't even a job. It was just like this really sweet opportunity through a mutual connection. And my job was to go up the coast of Australia job in very like quote (laughs) loose terms was to go up the coast of australia for free accommodation travel everything paid and it was for a travel app and all i had to do was like post on stories promote the app and my best friend got to fly in and we did it together however when i was in bali i was like oh my god like i do not want to go to australia and nothing against australia i love australia but i was just so happy in bali i was just freaking vibing i was with all my people i was so happy i was like high on life every single day so and previously when i left australia to come to bali i was not in a good place and so i kind of did a lot of healing when i was in bali and i think i was just scared that if i went back to australia all those like anxiety thoughts were going to come back however this was such a good opportunity and i felt awful to even like consider not going and my best friend was coming in to australia like flights were booked and i remember being like oh if she doesn't come like if 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 my friend wasn't coming i would not go next day her flight gets canceled i'm like oh my god that was like not a good manifestation and then anyways we talked through it like i kind of walked her through it and she kind of saw it as a sign of not to come. And then I was like, no, we have to do this. And so it kind of made me realize that I really did want to go. And we got we got her like a way better flight. And I just asked the universe for a sign. I was like, if I'm not meant to go to Australia, show me a sign. Like, and I asked for a specific sign. I always ask for a yin yang. And you guys, I'm telling you, if I am meant to do something, I will see the sign always. Um, like literally an hour before or something, I was asking the universe for a sign, a yin yang sign. I was like, Will I own a villa in Bali? Am I meant to own a villa in Bali? And I was like, boom, yin yang sign. I was like, okay. And then when I asked this like about like not going to Australia, I did not see it. So my thing was, I'm like, okay, I definitely need to go to Australia. Like, I feel like I'm gonna meet someone. Two days after I landed in Australia, I met my boyfriend Max. And <laughs> so so that's why I was in Australia. Then obviously we were on a trip. It was so epic, but halfway through COVID got really bad. So I actually had full intentions of coming back to Bali right after the trip. I When I met Max, I was like, okay, bye, see ya. Not going to meet again because I'm moving back to Bali. Um, however, the universe had a different plan for me and I had to fly back to Sydney, which is where Max lived. Not because Max lived there, because my best friend lived there. And I was like, I'm not getting locked down in one of these small ass towns. And then being stuck here, I'm like, no. So I flew back to Sydney. It was just very convenient and nice that also Max lived there. So I could like meet him again. And then here we are a year later. Oh my God. It's almost our one year and I keep forgetting. (laughs) Almost a year we've been together. Well, we've officially been together a year, but not like our first date. You know what I mean? So this time last year, I was just living my best life, running around Australia with my best friend, just going wild. It was so much fun. Um, so then basically I was stuck. I want to say that very like, I was like grateful to be there for Australia for a year. 
And the whole time I was like, I'm going back to Bali. I'm going back to Bali. Even when I first started dating Max, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. Cause like I'm moving back to Bali, like in June or like July. And then I could be like, okay, I'm moving in August and then September. And then obviously with Corona, we could just not never move. And then it kind of, I was trying to manifest and like do like small manipulations for Max to want to move to Bali. And then I remember one time he was like, what if I just moved to Bali with you? And I was like, yes. I was like, because I would be like, oh my god, look how much this would be in Bali. Like, oh, look how beautiful it is in Bali. Just like small little things that would always like feed into him. And then I feel like I brainwashed him to want to move to Bali. So anyways, just relationship tips. <laughs> um, so then this whole big story to say that like, I actually didn't fully intend to be living in Australia for the year. But it's funny because the... When I left Canada, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be living in Australia for the year. But then as soon as I was in Bali, I'm like, no, I'm going to be living in Bali for the year. But then anyways, universe always has its other plans. So, but like, I'm obviously super grateful because I never would have met Max. We would never be together still. And so I'm completely grateful for that. But the vibe of Australia is so much fun if you're like traveling, like backpacking, you know, partying, really good parties, obviously beautiful beaches. But for us to live there, like, and especially me, who's quote unquote, a digital nomad, Australia just does not make sense. And obviously I'm like such a beach person, a water person. So I'm living in Bondi Beach and Byron Bay. And it's basically a housing crisis there right now because everyone and their mother moved to Byron Bay when the pandemic happened, which is exactly where I would want to be living because it's epic. But then places were like, I'm not kidding. And I'm not exaggerating $10,000 a month. I'm like, I'm not paying that. And and again, when we move there, it's not like, it's not set up for people working online. So when you go to a cafe, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no outlets. And people are like staring at you being like, why are you working? Can you leave? Like all the waitresses and hostesses like you, like, because they want to turn over the tables, obviously, which completely makes sense. But for me, so then I would just like work from home every day. And then we were out of lockdown, but I was like still living a lockdown life. And in addition, it was really hard for us to make friends because again, it was like, it was like kind of open, but you couldn't really go out and party. And so for us, I really get along obviously with like entrepreneurs and other like high vibe individuals. And I was just having a hard time meeting those type of people. Like, I made a really good group of friends there, luckily. Um, But, and I'm grateful for them. But, again, none of them worked online. So, we weren't able to talk about online stuff, which is completely fine. I'm not, like, basing my friends off of entrepreneurs. But I love, love, love being around people who are also growing their own business. It's really inspiring to me. And I feel like it motivates me. And so, obviously, when I live in Bali, that's, like, if you live in Bali you have an online business. There's just no other way unless you own a business in Bali. Um, So anyways, living in Australia was beautiful. It was just obviously really expensive. And then the people that lived there were not like, I want to say like my, it was hard for me to meet my ideal type of people that I want to be around. So a lot of people work nine to five, which is again, completely fine. It's completely fine. It's just like, for my type of people and maybe some of you guys listening it's so much easier for me to get along with people who are like you know working nine to five and like i'm able to go to cafes and work because i love doing that and so yeah i was just like basically on a mission to leave <laughs> leave australia as soon as i could 
um and i'd always be like to my friends like oh yeah i'm leaving this month i'm leaving this month and they're like no and i'm like sorry like gotta go um and then finally i'm not gonna retell the story because i already said it in another episode but we got the chance to finally leave and so since being here it's like holy like i i don't know what it is about australia but there's like i just like not in my best headspace there Whereas, like, being in Bali, I'm like, this is beautiful. And also in Australia, we were really restricted. So, like, the state's borders were locked all year. And, I mean, I know everyone's in a lockdown, so I'm not complaining here. I'm just, like, trying to give the facts. But, like, we could not leave our state, so we could not travel at all, even though there's no cases in Australia. So we just felt really trapped. And whereas, like, in Bali, it's freaking free-for-all. So i just love i just so everything about australia that i would usually go for we weren't able to do however like obviously we lived in Mumbai beach so it was like beautiful um it was just like not fully in alignment with me and my lifestyle that's what i'm going to say about that so if you're like an online coach whatever working online i don't think australia truly is the best place for digital nomads like whatsoever um and if you want to join a co-working space it's like 700 dollars a month so i'm like it just i can't eat i'm like i'm just so cheap <laughs> i'm like no i don't want to pay that um so anyways that's why we left because i would have to say like as much as it's beautiful and i really want to go back and like travel western australia but like the purpose of going to australia i would definitely say is to travel or if you want to work like in a job because the the minimum wage there and the wage there is so high so you can make really really good money there and have a really good life but for someone like me it's hard for me to justify living there when i'm like okay i could have all this and more in bali and pay a fraction of the cost so that brings us to now so basically for the past month we have moved nine times in the past month and for me, I'm that type of person who really needs like stability. Like I can't grow or expand or do more than the basic necessities. If I'm like moving every day, like traveling all the time, like I love doing that, but I can't do that like effectively. And then also run my business effectively. So it was really stressful for me, if I'm going to be honest, of like trying to keep up with everyone. Cause like right now, if you'll know, I have my coaching business as well as my rose designs business. So I'm running a full agency that is like at max capacity already. And then I'm running my coaching business, which I truly thought. And when I put it out there in January, like I had a download, I knew I needed to do it. I was so excited to do it. And like, I freaking love it. Like connecting with these girls and like helping them grow their business in a way that feels good and teaching them tactics to really grow and scale in a natural organic way has been the most rewarding thing ever selfishly and i'm actually laughing because i'm recording on my phone right now and i just got a message from one of my clients being like this is why i love you you get me and it's just like i'm just such a words of affirmation person so when i help someone and then they appreciate me it's like the most fulfilling thing just like that's like an ego thing but anyways i should probably turn the notifications off on my phone <laughs> um shout out to julian i love you so much but anyways so i love it but i'm the type of person i don't know if anyone can relate to this that i am such a people pleaser and i'm really noticing that so when i have these girls like commit to me and invest their hard-earned money to work with me 
I want to give them my all. And like, I will, I will stay up. I will work till 12 hours. I will go above and beyond for anyone who commits to me. So I was talking to my other friend Renee today about how as an empath, we take on so much emotional, like we take on everyone's emotion. So let's even just go back to the, my design business. Like if I know that a client isn't happy for whatever reason, I will take that on so much. So, and I'm not saying anything bad is happening right now, but obviously it's a freaking business. So think bad things happen all the time. And also I'm that type of person that I am so connected to my business. So if things are going bad in my business, I'm, I'm like, just drag me off the ground basically. Whereas things are going good. I'm like pepping my step, so happy. And so I talked to a lot about my clients about this, about like, really you know loving your business and connecting it but don't like fully identify with your business because that can be really dangerous because if things are going bad in your business that doesn't mean that you're a bad person that you're a failure obviously there's ebb and flows and everything so what i'm trying to say to go back to running the coaching business so i truly did not think that i would have had 10 girls sign up for the coaching and i'm so grateful and I thought truly that I was going to have maybe one or two sign up. And I'm like, this is going to be so amazing. Like, I cannot wait to do this. It's my life dream to be able to coach people on mindset and business. This is what I've wanted for so long. And so when 10 girls signed up, I was like, holy, sorry for swearing, but holy shit. I was like so excited. And it was just so exciting to me. I love launching. And one of my favorite things ever, which I realized is helping new businesses grow. I froth off that. I love the excitement of newness of, you know, making tweaks and like launching. It's so exciting for me. So for me to be able to work with that in people's businesses, I'm like, this is end all be all. So I obviously say everyone who applied, I said there was a few, but cause they just weren't at like, they didn't, I knew they were like, wouldn't be a good match for me. They need like someone else either. Like they were just baby beginning. And I always wanted to take on more people that were already making an established, have an established business and we can just make tweaks to like skyrocket them so there's a few people that weren't um, aligned with like what I was offering so and in the beginning I honestly did say no to people and I learned that because with Rose Designs I said yes to everything and I do suggest that because you get a lot of experience you find out what you do like you find out what you don't like but with Marley Rose I already knew what I wanted I knew exactly what I wanted I knew who I wanted to work with so I was actually was able to say no to things and honestly babes if you're getting that instinct of like this doesn't feel like it's going to be an alignment like either I know that they're expecting one thing and I can't give them this or I know exactly who I want to work with and this client doesn't fit that criteria if you say no to something the hell yes will come through So I talk about this all the time. So this is just my little nudge that it's okay to say no to things. And I actually want you to say no to things. And you'll learn it very quickly how good it is because at the end of the day, it's never worth it. The money is never worth it if it's going to drain your energy. So what I'm trying to say is that I took on all 10 clients because I love them all so much. It's my favorite thing ever. They inspire me so much. And then also we reopened spots for Rose Designs in January. Plus we've been moving nine times. So my brain, I don't know if you can just get an, a visual of how I've been feeling lately. Um, and this is not to complain. I'm just literally just bringing you in and I'm updating you how I'm feeling right now. 
And the thing, because like also one of my clients was messaging me being like, how? Because I'm a manifesting generator, which is a human design, um, like human design trade. I don't, I don't even know how to say that. Um, manifesting generator. So I personally have the energy all the time to launch, to have new ideas. I, it literally never ends. And she was asking me today, how do you keep up that energy without getting bogged down with having too many things on your plate? And it's just so synchronistic because I was also talking to my friend about that today because right now I'm feeling like I have so much on my plate that I'm unable to do the things anymore that light me up. And also as a manifesting generator, I need the things that light me up to keep me going. That's what literally keeps me going. So it needs to be number one priority to me. But as a business owner, I'm like, well, I need to do all this. Like, and as a freak control freak, it's hard for me to let go. Because obviously Rose Designs, I'm the face of the brand. I need to be there. I'm like controlling everything and making sure everyone is completely happy. So my takeaway from this right now is what I would tell myself and what I told my client is that if you're doing something in your business right now, or in your life that isn't serving you, you need to outsource it. Anything that's a hell no needs to be outsourced. Even everything doesn't even have to be a hell no. If even if it's like, ugh, I don't want to do this, outsource it immediately. Because that frees up the space for you to do like what you love. And that like my superpower, and I want you to like, you can call it your superpower, you can call it your inner genius, you can call it whatever you want. That needs to be what you do all day. And right now, I'm not doing that. So I'm actually going to make a huge transition, you guys. And right now, I'm hiring for a project management role in Rose Designs. But my full hope is that this person really takes over everything that I'm doing in Rose Designs right now. Except for obviously the things that I do best, which is like the design of the websites. So isn't that insane? I like literally might have someone doing all of Rose Design. So I just do like the CEO things of just overview, you know, approving growth strategies. Because right now I've wanted to relaunch the DIY website course for four months. I just like it's the go to the bottom of my list every day because, you know, things need to get done. And I put my clients first before everything to do with me. So that's that tea <laughs> and i just want to like talk about that because it's been coming up a lot lately and if anyone's listening to this they might be able to relate to that so this is like your reminder and to outsource before you're ready and if something's feeling sticky that's your ping or your like okay i need to get this off my plate so i can do more things that light me up and i know when i'm lit up i'm a magnet for success and a magnet for abundance and I truly believe that's why I got 10 girls like right away because I was so excited for it and I knew that I could help all these women so deeply that they believed in me and they trusted me with their vision. So, but I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was bogged down. I wouldn't be able to show that passion. And and back then, that's when Rose Designs was on um, a wait list. So I had a lot more time in my day to share like and to work on myself and you know do my morning routine (laughs) so yeah that i'm just gonna leave that there i just wanted to talk about that because i feel like that doesn't get talked about enough and i just want to share a little um knowledge on that so that's what's new with like rose designs my coaching client so my coaching 
is full right now and i'm going to be reopening spots in june slash july but it's going to look i think it's going to look a little bit different just because this is my first time doing it and i'm doing what i think is best but um it's working really well but i want to do i want to make the best experience possible learning everything so i might make a few few tweaks and then relaunch and i'm like so excited so hopefully i can take on more people because my rose designs plate will be basically cleared up um so that's epic so another thing is that if you're following me on instagram you would see that i was like trying to buy a villa and now i'm in this like incredible villa and everyone's like girlfriend did you buy a villa do you own this villa oh, i wish so i'm in the most incredible villa right now that i think i've ever seen and but two or three weeks ago i don't know everything's a blur right now i did post a villa that i was looking to buy so let me tell you the whole story so Again, if you know me, my biggest manifestation right now is buying a villa. Like, I want to own a villa in Bali. I want it to be Rose Design and Marley Rose Harris headquarters. I want to bring my coaching clients here. I want to have retreats here. I just posted about that yesterday, actually. Like, would you guys? And, like, let me know. If I hosted, like, Bali retreats, would you come? Think about, like, bringing together, like, 5 to 10, haven't thought of numbers yet, like, of like the most high vibe people where we can all like mastermind, like collaborate, do photo shoots, eat the best food, do kundalini yoga, just freaking vibe. And honestly, the whole be like whole itinerary. So that came to me on a scooter ride yesterday. So hit me up if you're interested in that. I'm like debating. Obviously, it's a global pandemic right now, but I think the boys are going to be opening soon. So I'm that like fired me up thinking about that but this is why I need to outsource because I don't have time to do it right now anyways <laughs> so like I said my biggest manifestation is to buy a villa in Bali and it's not like buying a house in Canada at all it's very different you don't actually own the villa you just own it for like 25 years but the investment can be very lucrative because pre-covid the um occupancy rate in Chengdu, which is where we live is like something insane like 89 percent and so if you you pay a year up front and then you rent it out and basically just like it's cash money honey and that's not why i want to do it though i just don't know it's like one of these things i just really want to do it's like a bucket list thing so when i got here we were renting an Airbnb just temporarily until we found like our like long-term place. And it, when you guys come to Bali, if you're coming, the best place to find villas is on Facebook Marketplace or this one Facebook group called Chengu Community Housing. Even if you guys are bored, just join that group because you just get to look at like beautiful villas every day. And it's like some of my favorite things to look at. So um so we're in that group and like no i wasn't even looking for someone to buy it because i'm like okay just got here like three days ago I'm, I'm not gonna buy a villa like today so we were just looking for one that we could just rent monthly and i was in the group and i was just being so picky about it you guys because i knew we we're gonna be here our plan is to be here for at least like six months and I am such a person where I identify so deeply with where I am and that's actually something to do with human design. So my identity center is open, which means whoever I hang around with, wherever I'm staying, wherever I'm living, like I identify with that. So when I'm living in a place, like I will pay more to pay in a, stay in a nice place because it makes me feel good and I'm a magnet for success because 
it makes me manifest easier because it puts i literally am identifying with this beautiful vibration of this villa so anyways basically what i'm trying to say is your girl's not staying anywhere that's not hype <laughs> so i was looking through all the villas and i just was naive and i was like oh when we get here it'll be fine like we'll just like look for a villa it'll be fine there's so many on there but i don't know what happened with what was going on with the universe but I could not find anything like we looked at so many places and I was like ew like I'm not staying here and they look so nice in the photos and then you get there and it's like mold like it's like the whole building looks like it's about to crack then like like break down so then I started looking at buying a place and I'm not this is in the span of like a week just to let just to be aware and I found my girl Brianna so she was taking me around to places and she took me to three and it was like What's that thing with like the oatmeal? It's like, oh, this one's too hot. Oh, this one's too sweet. This one, and this one's just right. I don't know. It was like, ugh, something about bears. Anyways, you guys are probably like making fun of me right now. I'm laughing, but go with the analogy. So the first one was nice-ish, but it was really bad location. Like no privacy. No, good location, but like no privacy. And that's not my thing. Like I want to walk around ass naked, go in the pool naked. Like I need privacy, you know? So that was an uh, and then we went to this other one and it was really nice. It was beautiful, but the location was bad. So there's a specific location that I want to be in, which is called Perinanan. And I always say it wrong. So if you're listening to this and being like, that's not how you say it. I know, I just can't say it. And it's like a more quieter area just to the left of the midst of Chengdu. And so I was telling her, I was like, listen Brianna these are nice but like none of these are a hell yes for me and like they were really good deals because everything in Bali right now is a really good deal obviously because of COVID so I'm like if you find one in Paranan, please let me know that's where I really want to be and I'm like I'm not going to settle up for anything less and so I was like it was so weird so I was like my friend Katie was messaging me being like are you gonna buy a villa and I was like I'm thinking about it, but I've looked at a few and none of them are hell yes. And then right as I'm texting her that, at 333, Brianna sends me like 12 photos. I'm like, oh, what does she want? <laughs> and then I go in and it's like literally the nicest villa ever. And I'm like, oh my God, where is this? She's like, it's exactly where you want. She sent me the location. I'm like, it's perfect. But the price of it was like overpriced. But I'm like, whatever, I'll be able to negotiate it down. So I'm like, can you, can I look at this? She's like, yeah, we can meet tomorrow. I'm like, no, 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 I need to meet today. So... Within 30 minutes, I was standing in the villa and I was like, it's perfect, it's perfect. I was like crying. If you would have seen on my story, it was so beautiful. I think I saved it to my Bali highlights. And if not, I will do that. So if you're wondering, if you want to see what it looks like, I'll save it to my Bali highlights so you can go on my Instagram and look at it. It was just so beautiful, exactly what I wanted. And she's like, Marley, like the owner's really strict. I don't know if you'll be able to get it down. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to get it. Like, I'm going to make this happen. This is my villa. And so... And then Max and I become really good friends with our driver named Kadek. Shout out to Kadek. I don't think he's ever going to listen to this, but I just love him so much. And I asked him if he could come with me just because I want someone there who is Indonesian. So, you know, to speak their language and like really try and negotiate better because I it's here's it's all about the negotiation. So the next day, Max, Kadek and I show up. I have my little crew. And we were there for two hours negotiating. 
but the owner was so he's like a really wealthy man from jakarta which is like another island it's the capital of indonesia and he's like i don't care if you buy it or not like he has all the money in the world so he's like this is how much i want for it and i know i'll get it and it's so overpriced for the market right now basically one of my friends has a villa and it's three times the price so i'm like it's obviously really nice brand new we loved it but i was like okay this is not my villa then because this is not what i want to pay and like i could have actually paid it but it wasn't what i wanted i wanted to pay yearly i had a certain budget in mind and that's just what i was available for and that's not what it was so if you've listened to me or if i know one or two things about manifestation if it's not everything on the list it's not my thing so i had to let it go but it was so crazy to me because it felt so aligned but it was a shiny object so this just means that something else is better is coming so i was feeling a little bit defeated so we had to move into another airbnb whilst we found our like long-term situation and i was like looking so intensely and if you listen to the bmi podcast last week i told you about this holiday in bali that was happening called nippy and basically the whole island shuts down it's like dark spirit vibes i'm like okay i'm getting off the island because this is freaking me out if you want to listen to that story it's like the beginning of the last episode and so i was like basically i had two days to manifest a villa and i was also i'm like always telling you about who i'm like talking to but my girl renee if she's listening to this we voice note for like 30 minutes every day <laughs> if not more and i was just telling you i was like i'm just so disappointed in myself because i'm like really the manifester and i can't even manifest a villa it's like so easy to manifest and i'm just getting so down because i was craving being grounded so 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 much so this is crazy i was on airbnb and i found this place that was like eleven thousand dollars a month and i was like damn that's nice and it was way overpriced so hot tip you can negotiate down the price on airbnb so i was like messaging her about it but it was a four bedroom she's like well we have two bedroom like okay that would be better so that night i saw it and it's the villa that we're in right now and max wasn't even with me he was playing soccer i think and I came here and met the owner and I was like, oh my god, this is the nicest villa I've ever seen. And it's a bit, like, it's kind of basically the exact same price that we pay in Australia. So we're not saving any money. However, it is three stories, rooftop, two bedroom. A cleaner comes every single day and cleans the entire house, does our laundry, does our dishes. Um, yeah, literally d- picks up our laundry and then brings it back at the end of the night. We have a pool guy. They own this incredible restaurant as well down the road. We get a discount there. The owners here have been here for like seven years. So they've already given us so many, so much advice and like great tips on in Bali. And then also they're so like, they've built this villa. So whenever, and then I was thinking, I kind of want to build my own villa. So I feel like meeting them, I had to meet them in order to like, build my own villa like oh my god i just know that i was meant to move in here because you guys this place is insane it's like my dream place um also we have a pool it's wild so i didn't buy a villa the villa that we're living in right now we're paying rent monthly and we have it until june so i'm just like so excited and i love where we live right now it's so epic i have my own office couldn't ask for anything better so we're just living it up here right now and eventually i will buy a villa maybe i'll build it i think that would be nicer and then also in the meantime like cadet's been messaging me about builders and stuff so maybe that's the route that i want to go because then i can have so much fun with it you know like 
I'm so picky and I can like, you know, do all the interior design, everything. I just think it would be so much fun. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes, but I know one day I will own something here. Um, so next I want to kind of talk about our long-term plans. So right now we're in Bali, it's March. And our whole plan was actually to go back to Europe for June for Max's birthday and then go to Canada for August. So it's so weird because I've been dating a guy for a year and he's never met my family. Like obviously like we FaceTime and stuff and I've never met Max's family. It's just so unconventional. So we really want to go back to Europe and like meet our families and whatever. However, like this is so dependent on COVID because right now in Bali, they might be opening the borders to like internationally so in that case i'll just like fly out my family to come visit me here but my grandpa's really old and like he obviously won't be able to fly here and i miss him so much i miss my dog so that's the thing that i don't really talk about you know being away like as much as i love it i do miss my family and i've been getting like way more homesick lately which is a weird feeling for me like i truly don't really get that homesick i don't know why i just i think because i'm just like so happy with where i am and i i do feel at home in bali which is a weird thing to say but i i just when i came back here i was like oh yeah just back home um because like home canada doesn't feel like home to me anymore but obviously like my grandpa and me were facetiming last night and i just like cried when i got off the phone because i just like miss him so much and then my mom's always sending me pictures of my dog, and I miss my dog, and I miss my mom, and I miss my brother, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, you're not here to hear that. So, yeah, one of the things you talk about, you don't really talk about as, a, like, a digital nomad. Like, it's so much fun traveling and, you know, working from anywhere in the world. But the thing that no one really talks about is, like, missing your family. And obviously, if there wasn't COVID, I probably would have gone home by now just to be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know? cuddle my dog um but yeah it's like because once we leave we can't get back in because bali's closed right now we got in because we already had our visa from previously so i'm not leaving bali until i know i can get back in and right now to get back to canada i'm pretty sure there's a fee of two thousand dollars <laughs> also it's winter in canada so well i guess it's spring there now so I know that I wasn't going to go home in the middle of winter because I would have regretted that because I was like in the summer in Australia. But maybe in June or August or July, we'll go back to Canada. But that's pending that we can definitely get back to Bali. So we had all these plans for the summer. But again, it's like planning is like a joke right now. And we're just like loving life in Bali. I know we've only been here for like, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks. I don't even know what day it is. Um, but what's not to love? So hopefully my family can come out here. Or I can go there. We'll see. Again, not making any plans. Um, okay, what else is freaking new? Um, okay, one thing I wanted to talk about, you guys, is just a quick thing. Is I really want to start a YouTube channel. I've wanted to do this for mm, eight years, probably. I've just never really felt comfortable behind the camera. If I'm being completely honest, I think it's like my self-confidence. I was like, no one's gonna wanna look at me. There's so much self-confidence issues of like how I look, whatever. I think right now I'm like, cause before I think if you've listened, like I always struggled with really bad acne and I'm at a place in my skin right now where I, f and this is like something, okay, I'm like so many tangents right now, but this is something that no one really talks about or you would never think about if you have good skin. It's like, oh yeah, being behind the camera. But if you've struggled with bad skin, it's like, don't take a picture of me. Like, I don't even want to be seen in public right now. So to like start a YouTube channel, I was like, no, I can't do that. I, I won't feel myself and I won't feel like comfortable to speak. 
but luckily I'm at this place in my skin right now where I feel very confident. So Max and I have recorded probably five vlogs and this is like so much fun. We've been vlog we vlogged our journey from Australia to Jakarta. We vlogged our quarantine journey. We vlogged our Uluwatu trip. We vlogged traveling from Uluwatu to Changu. And then we also vlogged our Gili Tea weekend. And we're like loving it. The only thing I'm not loving is editing. <laughs> like, no, I, sorry, I do love editing. I just don't have time to do it. So if anyone's listening who knows like a YouTuber or sorry, a YouTube editor, hit me up because I am willing to invest in one. So just to get these out there, because I think it's so much fun. I've always wanted to do it. I just think, yeah, but, but again, maybe if I do outsource for Rose Designs, then I will have more time to edit. Um, Because I did take a course and I do like it, but it's just one of those things, again, it's going to the bottom of my list. So anyways, hit me up if you're like, would want to see these YouTube videos. I, I'm having so much fun with them because I had a drone already and then we had a GoPro already. So I just got like a vlogging camera. I'm loving it. I love being behind the camera and just having so much fun sharing our travels. And I feel like it's such a good time right now because not everyone's allowed to travel. So it's like going to be like a little, you know, getaway for everyone. How is it 40 minutes? Sorry, I'm like barely halfway down my list. Um, okay, I have two more things I want to talk to you guys about. So I want to talk to you about like how I'm really feeling because I feel like a lot of people really appreciate when I'm honest and open about like A, my mental health, entrepreneurship, how it is. And I've kind of already touched on this, but I don't want to say this in a complaining way and I don't want anyone to listen to this and be like, oh my God, like, I don't want to contact her because she's so busy. I'm just being completely honest with you guys. Like, I'm still a happy functioning person. I just want to be honest with how it is being so busy. So, and I, again, I've already kind of talked about this. But basically right now, just because my plate is so full, I'm not making any time for myself. And I didn't realize how much that was affecting me until it was almost too late. And like right now I'm feeling really good, but on the weekend we went away and we we're like partying, drinking and oh, drinking puts me in such a bad mental state. It's like so much fun for me. And like tonight's my friend's birthday. So I want to go and like party with her and like meet new people. I just feel like such a weird thing, societal pressure to drink. And if I went, I also have realized I have like social anxiety and I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm actually quite shy. But you're hearing me talk right now, and I probably sound like, I don't know. People are always like, you're not shy, you're so outgoing. But I'm like, no, I am. I'm very shy, and I'm an introvert. But if I'm in a situation where I feel very comfortable, I'm very extroverted. So I'm like, an introvert, extrovert. So anyways, so I'm... Oh, and then another layer on top of that is I feel like because of COVID that I was so, tr like, in lockdown for so long, going back to, like meeting people was so weird i was like i don't even know how to talk to anyone besides max or i don't even know how to talk to people in person because i was like zooming everyone so i don't know does anyone feel like that too it's been a weird transition and so it's just like put my social anxiety like through the roof so yeah i don't know it's like i'm in this weird place right now where like, obviously i want to make friends i want to like nurture my friendships that i have but I'm in a place where I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not, I haven't done my like gratitude. I've done it like once this week. And so yeah, I've noticed. And again, 
like I want to walk the walk and talk the talk. I tell all my clients, you know, make a high vibe routine because I know how much that helps. I know how good it makes you feel. And the past two days I've done my breath work sessions in the morning and I'm like literally 180 my energy. I'm in such a good mood today and I'm so happy I'm recording right now because like I had such a good coaching call with one of my clients this morning. I, was, I went for a walk, voice noted my friends, got a matcha latte and now I'm like podcasting. These are like my favorite things to do. So like tonight, I know I can go to this party and like be good vibe and like, you know, chat and everything. But if I'm not in a good headspace, it just like comes off. People can feel my energy. It's like so, sen- I'm like so sensitive to energy. And so I don't put myself in situations with other people if I don't feel like I'm my best energy because I don't want to give that off to people. So like how am I feeling right now? I was really not good this week. I was having like a few breakdowns of just like, oh, I don't, I'm not doing anything that lights me up right because of course I love the coaching Oh, I love it so much, but now I need something else to work on. Is anyone else like that? Like, okay, I launched the coaching. It was so exciting. I'm doing it. I love it, but I need something else to be working on now. And Rose Designs, it's like I need to be outsourcing all that stuff. Like, not all of it, but just the the mundane stuff that I shouldn't be doing. Like, my emails and things like this. Like, all those things I don't need to be doing. And I need to leave room for the magic. And I'm not leaving any room for the magic. So every day I'm just waking up grinding all day not doing anything that lights me up never putting myself first like I don't even think I washed my face yesterday isn't that disgusting just so busy and so now I think and after talking to a few friends and stuff and just having realizations like I need to put myself first so what I'm going to do for next week and if anyone's in this state this is why I'm talking about this is like I'm going to plan out my whole week so I'm going to plan out like when I'm working on roast designs, when am I working on my coaching business, when am I working on my personal brand, when am I going to work out, when am I going to do my walks, when I'm going to add in fun into my week. So next week I'm going to add in fun. I'm going to do kundalini yoga because that makes me feel really good. And I'm going to add in things that make me feel good during the week and schedule it. And if it's scheduled, I'm like, I'm going to do it. If it's not scheduled, I'm not doing it. So that's just like, I want to say that because I don't know if anyone's feeling this way and it's just like you're in this like hamster wheel of like every day is the same, you know, you know, just like sticking to your normal routine, but it doesn't light you up anymore. Let's change it. We need to change it. So that's what I'm going to be doing next week. And honestly, now that I've been in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm not moving next week. Like I'm actually going to be here for a couple months. I just feel so much more grounded and like the ability to create a routine. Because last week, the past nine weeks, I've moved every week, if not twice a week. So I couldn't make any routine. And so now I feel really good. I'm going to make a routine and stick to that. And that will make me feel so fired up. So that leads me to my next thing that I want to talk about is like, what's next for me? And I always have 101 ideas. Like yesterday, I really want to do Bali retreats. Obviously, I can't, I don't know, like, should I plant for November? But are the borders going to be open? I don't want people to like sign up and then be disappointed because like the vibe of 2020 was that. And I guess 2021 too. So that's like something that I think will come and I would love feedback. I put it in my Instagram stories and I got a lot of really good feedback. So I know I'm definitely meant to do that. But I just don't want to, you know, make any false promises of when it could start. However, something I was thinking of, because I get a lot of messages about girls that want to work together. However, right now, I'm only offering like six-month programs for mostly business and mindset. So I'm thinking about offering actually like one-to-one calls where we can do like either like human design readings or we can talk about anything that you want to talk about. And I can use my mindset tactics and then also business tactics even if you're not a business owner just help you feel unstuck and help you feel unmotivated because 
I've been I've been there and that's why I can help you and that's why I think makes me a really great coach for my clients is everything they're saying to me I'm like oh yeah been there been there and I can tell them how to get to the result quicker so this is again I always like riffing off you guys and just seeing what you guys want to hear and see so I'm thinking about opening up one like one 90 minute calls like in my calendar and if you would be open to that let me know um and just like 90 minute calls where it's like an intensive, like a clarity intensive. And I can make you homework if, if it's your business that you're feeling stuck on, if it's your mental health you're feeling stuck on, if it's your relationship, if it's anything to do with your career, um, I would love and feel honored to help you. I'm also right now, you guys, I don't know if you know, I was getting certified in my NLP, my hypnotherapy, my ETF tapping. So everything's about to explode with the Marley Rose Harris front. And I feel like right now I'm almost like holding off launching anything now because I want to like add that to my offerings. But like everyone's been messaging me about human design readings and I'm so excited to be doing all that. But as you can probably tell from my thing, I'm just like a bit tapped out with like what i'm capable of bringing on right now however i think that's going to change really soon because i've had a lot of realizations this week and i'm feeling really good so that was my big life update oh my god that was like felt it's been 47 minutes if you have stuck through this whole thing i love you so much um so if you like this episode you like how it is let me know i love when you guys reach out to me telling me how you felt about the podcast because that i'm like am i is anyone listening here <laughs> but then i get all these like the sweetest messages and i'm just so happy to be able to i love this i love podcasting so much so thanks so much you guys for tuning in love you all love you all so much if you have any questions if you want to reach out please do i love chatting with you um and we can just riff and if you want to book in for a 90 minute call hit me up all my podcast guests get first access i'm not going to do that many i think i'm just going to do it for like a week and then it'll be closed so yeah love you all thank you for listening and stay tuned next week for some money manifestation juiciness Okay, you guys. Bye.